and action. Good, mor- <laughs> good morning, <laughs> Melissa. Good morning, Sherry. It's good to see you again. You too. Two weeks just flies by, doesn't it? Goes it goes by so fast. Yeah, crazy. Um, um, I'll, I'll tell you how I was awakened this morning. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, I was awakened this morning with a very loud crashing sound about 6 a.m. Uh-oh. And I came downstairs and the cat had knocked over the, like a full-length mirror, which probably oh. weighs like 20, 25 pounds or something Oh like my gosh. And it was like, there are pieces of mirror like all over the house. Oh no. Okay. That was a slight exaggeration. They were not all <laughs> over the house. <laughs> and they come clean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they were right, right around the area where the mirror fell down. <laughs> but still. It, it felt like they were all over the house. So that's a very heavy mirror. It's heavy. The cat seems fine. She seems uh, disturbed, but physically fine. So. Oh, thank goodness. Right. Yeah. yeah. You think, how did that little tiny thing tip over such a huge mirror? The really interesting part of it is that there was a string of like little tiny holiday lights wrapped around it, uh-huh. around the mirror, which I did not wrap around it, which must have come from the other room because I had them on a plant on top of a dresser. Okay. <laughs> so somehow she got the lights off of the top of a dresser that were around a plant and wrapped it around the mirror and must have been playing with it and pulled the whole mirror over from there. Oh my gosh. Which is extremely impressive. It's impressive and also uh, a little bit mind-blowing to think how the heck uh, yeah. that even, how did that process happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, thank goodness she's okay. She's so yeah, sweet. She seems, she seems fine. It probably just yeah. scared her a lot. I think so. Goodness, that's not not a fun way to wake up. No, but, uh, you know, life. Got the heart pumping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Blood flowing. Of course, I'm like, I keep looking at her. Like, are you okay? I yeah, right. Okay. Are you okay? They're supposed to have nine lives. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but I think you would be able to tell if, I mean, if, she, if it hit her or hurt her, you know, that I think would be pretty obvious. I mean, she's probably just startled. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she knew that anything could do that, make that kind of a noise. No, because that had to have been so loud. Yeah, it was very loud. So, oh my goodness. Any exciting happenings for you this morning? No. Good? Pretty, uh, yeah, pretty mundane. Nothing out of the ordinary. What has been going on in your world since two weeks ago? Two weeks, nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much nothing. Okay. I mean, it's always medical stuff for me, you know. I guess that's part of the reason we're doing this podcast is to, uh huh, yeah, for medical. But yeah, for me, it's just um, more processes of uh, getting all the procedures set up and all the forms filled out and all uh-huh. the insurance approval. And, you know, I mean, thank God I'm very grateful that I do have insurance that can yeah. even go through the approval process. But uh, yeah, everything has finally been approved. Okay. So I think within the next couple of weeks, I'll be starting my new plasma phoresis and okay. IVIG. So how are you feeling about starting those things? I'm 
at first I was like, oh, I don't want to get back into this, back into the hospital settings and stuff, because for five years I've been really doing uh, great. But at the same time, it's what's happening. (laughs) It's what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just, you know, and so that's what I've been doing. I'll just complain for a second about how now when you set up the the different places, everything's all online Mm -hmm. and you have to fill out all these forms online. And for me, it's just because I'm visually impaired. I'm sure it's annoying for people who aren't, you know, (laughs) visually impaired, Mm. but it takes me so long to fill out all this stuff. And it's just like, oh my gosh, isn't there somewhere, doesn't it? Somebody have this information somewhere. I mean, it's like, it feels like you fill out the same things over and over and over and over again, but Oh well, but they don't, don't they don't websites have to be accessible? Isn't that? Yeah, I have no idea. Like an ADA like for, requirement. I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, on my end, right? It's it's like I try to make things bigger and stuff so that I can see them, but then it screws up the picture on the screen, and then you know, oh. like because like, it's all these spaces that you have to fill in, you know, and then. And I have to try Mm -hmm. to make it bigger and then it gets all discombobulated on my screen and I I fill out all this stuff and then I try to hit submit and then the submit button doesn't work. (laughs) I was like, oh no, after all of that. Yeah, but if I make everything small, everything works perfectly fine. It just doesn't work well. Then you can't see it. Mm -mm. (sighs) I know. It's just a thing that I could ask for help. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, you know. That's one of those, it's like, I will do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I don't want to ask for help. But. Yeah. It just seems like there has to be a way, like they're either there's a, like calling them to give them the information or you think. I'm sure there that, is. But you're just like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah but I just want to do it this way. Yeah. I mean, I have done it. One of those places I did have to tell them everything over the phone. Yeah. And then that's another, because I take a lot, they have to know every supplement, every herb, and everything that I'm on. And mm-hmm. it's like, I take a lot of supplements and herbs and uh, going through the whole list. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, can I just eat? I have a list, you know, that you can just send, like, yeah, give them the can list. Can I just send you the list? It's like, yeah. no, they, no. Oh, that's frustrating. But anyway, that's what I've been oh. doing, which is not exciting, but what I've been up to. What has you been up to? I, I think it's important to complain about it a little bit. Um, I've just been working mostly. Okay. I have gone to a lake a couple of times in the last month, which has been really exciting. There's a lake that's like an hour, a little over an hour from here. Oh, nice. It's really quiet and peaceful and beautiful. Oh, that sounds heavenly. Yeah. Then I'm glad you got to do that. Right. And I... um taking a week off of work starting September 6th because I just realized that no because I'm my own boss that nobody tells me to take vacation and so I forget for like a year (laughs) and then I'm like what why do I feel like something is wrong (laughs) I wonder why is it oh so I'm proud of you for doing that that's great thank you I finally am taking vacation so that's Good exciting. for you. Yes. Thank you. Um, that's great. And well, you said that you've been noticing something about your dreams since we talked about dreams. Oh, that's right. I was going to tell you about that. So ever since we 
did that or ever since. I apologize for my, my brain is not a hundred percent, but anyway. No apologies. Okay. Just so. That's it. No apologies. Okay, good. Anyway. So ever since, since we talked about the dreams, Mm -hmm. I am now having, I have not had one single dream where the road is stopping me or that I can't get where I'm going or that I can't get ready and go somewhere. I Uh haven't had one single dream like that since we talked about it out loud. And weren't you having that dream like once or twice a week? Oh, almost every single night. Oh, every night? And then you haven't had that for two weeks since you said it out loud? No. So, I mean, it's not necessarily that I'm, I'm driving on a road that I can't get through every night, but I'm always trying to get somewhere somehow and I can't get there. Uh-huh. So whether it's like, I need to shower and get dressed and get ready to go somewhere, but I can't do it. I can't like, yeah. maybe I can't find the shower or I can't like things are ha- always, something in the way. There's something in the way of getting where I need to go. And so, um, strangely enough, now my dreams are not, it's not happening in my dreams. I'm going all over the place. And I also noticed Whoa. that I am seeing in my dreams. What? That's so weird. I don't understand it, but it's so, because I'm thinking, I don't think I've ever said it out loud to somebody. Yeah. That's what you had had said that you never, maybe never said it and maybe just saying it changes it. It must. That's all I can think. And so now I'm doing all kinds of things in my dreams. (laughs) What kind of, do you remember what kinds of things? I went to camp. I went to, (laughs) you went to camp? (laughs) Yeah. What camp did you go to? Like summer camp? It was like a summer camp. I was on a bus with a bunch of other people. And uh, uh, but not the, struggle, people. not the struggle bus? It was not the struggle bus. Just like a camp bus? It was a camp bus. Okay. And we went to camp and there was like the lake and or talking about lake and we walked around. I mean, there was nothing and I could see. Whoa. Yeah. That's fascinating. That was, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we stumbled upon something. Talk about your dreams. Having a recurring dream. If you're having a listen, if you're listening and you're having a recurring dream that's bothering you, maybe tell somebody. Say it out loud. Say it out loud. See what happens. But tell somebody. But yeah, tell somebody who you you trust. That's true. And who's actually going to listen to you? You know, somebody who listen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's why I never told anybody really about it because there was never anybody available that would. I mean, I guess I could have told my therapist, I've told my therapist about some dreams that I've had in the past that were were very bizarre, you know, and we walked, worked through those, but I've never really talked to her about this constant blockage in my dreams. So I become unblocked in my dreams. You're unblocked in your dreams. Well, that's pretty cool. So I'm excited to hear if you have other, other dreams that you want to talk about. I like hearing about them. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try. Here's a, I'm going to say this out loud and maybe I'll follow through with it. Okay. If in the morning when I wake up, I will dictate, I'll just talk to my phone. <laughs> I talk to things now because I can't read or write. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I talk to everything. So I'll just talk to my phone and just tell it about my dream and mm-hmm. it'll type it out for me. Mm-hmm. I use pages. Okay. On the Mac. No, it's on Mac. Yeah, it's on the iPhone. Mac. Yeah. I, and so I have it on my Mac. My desktop Mac and my iPhone has it on there too. So that's it goes, awesome. It'll, so whatever I, you know what I mean? It'll go back and forth. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Did you just get, have you just got that set up recently or have you been doing I that for just, a while with dictation? Well, no, I've always typed yeah, it since. on my desktop. But what I learned was that it actually can record me. And then I just actually learned it a few weeks back, um, uh-huh. about a month, month ago, a month and a half ago, that I just pressed these certain keys and then a microphone shows up on the screen and it just types whatever I say. Cool. That, yeah. That's probably really helpful with the numbness too. Yeah, because yeah. I can't, what I notice that when you can't feel the keys, I'm always hitting the wrong keys. So it gets very frustrating. Well, that might be a good segue into our topic for the day, maybe. Right. I think so. <laughs> our topic for the day is it's what's happening or it's, it's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. It's what's happening. It's what's happening. <laughs> it's worth repeating. It's worth repeating many times during the day too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I guess you noticed that it that's a theme that's come up since we've been talking and especially since we've been recording our conversations yeah. is that this theme of, well, this is what's happening. It's what's happening or yeah. more formally known as respect the process. Yeah, that's what has brought me a lot of peace. Mm-hmm. Because when I talk about stop fighting, I I stopped fighting and um, also trying to fix and uh, understand Mm -hmm. and why and what modality do I need to Mm -hmm. change what's happening. The whole process of, well, when this is over, I'll be, then I'll be okay but I'm not okay right now, you know, all these things. And then Mm -hmm. learning that it's a process Mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a healing process. It's a spiritual journey. You know, maybe not everyone's going to relate to the spiritual aspect of things, but that is um, my whole life pretty much because Mm -hmm. um, I'm now so connected with my uh, higher self or the universe or divinity or divine light or you know whatever people call it god they can call it whatever they want i don't care but it's it's a spiritual evolution that's happening in the healing process you know so i imagine if somebody's listening that if somebody has progressive sensory loss or any kind of any kind of um degenerative condition or or just dealing with a symptom for the first time or the second time or however many times that mm-hmm. I could imagine somebody thinking, how is it a healing process when it seems like I'm losing something? And that's where I say it's a spiritual evolution that's happening. This is my experience. So mm-hmm. I'm, ex- I'm speaking from my experience. Right. My experience is that I'm growing and evolving. Mm-hmm. And sometimes life, I shouldn't say sometimes, at all times, life gives you what you need, maybe not what you want. <laughs> maybe, mm-hmm. we're, maybe we're singing the Rolling Stones song right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you might get what you, <laughs> what you need, but not, not what you want. Uh-huh. Um, and so for my experiences through being, my body is going through slowing 
down and actually came to a stop. (laughs) Yeah. And you think, well, I have the choice. You know, I can't control what's happening, but I can control what, how I choose what my perspective is. I can choose the lens I look through Mm -hmm. to be in a place that is accepting it's what's happening or what's happening right now. Yeah. It's an inward journey of love, self-love. I mean, it always, always, always comes back to self-love. And maybe another way of thinking about it is that the healing process that can be happening all the time and maybe catalyzed by loss or by pain or by symptoms is a healing process of learning to release the grip, a healing process of letting go of yeah, needing things to be a certain way. It's like healing the soul, or like healing the psyche, healing the mind, depending yep. on what language people are comfortable with. Right. Like healing, healing on a level that's not just about the body. Exactly. Yeah. You got it. I'm thinking of, there's this pattern that I used to get into pretty frequently when I would lose hearing around when I would be interacting with another person, talking to another person. And I wouldn't be able to understand some of the words that they were saying or a lot of the words that they were saying. And I would get into this place in my mind of like fear, this this, Mm -hmm. gripping fear of, I can't tell what they're saying. I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, but it wouldn't be just even about that moment of like, I miss some words, like I'm missing some of the words. That's like really what it came down to. But yeah, my mind, it would go to, this is never going to get better. I can't handle this. I am confused. I'm disoriented. They're going to notice that I'm like, they're going to notice that I'm being weird now. So this whole viral rather than, I guess, if I would have been in a place of it's what's happening or that recognizing that it's part of like a potential healing moment, it might've been more like, It's just what's happening. I'm scared. I'm missing some words. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. I'm sad about having a hard time connecting. And then I might have been able to like say something about it. Right. To release the grip of it. Yeah. And then I come come into connection instead of out with this is what's happening. That's yeah, that's great what you're saying. Yeah. That's That's perfect. When what's happening can't be what's happening, then things get all sorts of fucked up. Right, right. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And it's not like I'm I'm not saying, we're, we're not saying that you have to like what's happening. No. You don't have to like it, but it's like two separate things almost. It's like, okay, I hate this shit that's happening. At the same time, I'm looking through it, at it through a lens of this is, a process that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And I guess like so I'm respect, I have respect for it because I know that well, everything's here to help me. I mean, really. So I mean, if it's just, and it's hard to do in the moment. It's not like, I remember um, when I was really sick and just thinking, oh, please, I can't be this sick. You know, I can't, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. it awful. And there was a song by Trevor Hall Mm. that I would play for some reason in my world. I will listen to things over and over and over and over and over again. I do that too. Do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, it's just like, it is coming in right now and I am not letting, this is helping me along with my journey. Something to hold on to. Yeah. And uh, one of the, like the chorus of the song has stuck with me and it will never leave me because it's so true. Mm. And I, and it's, um, you can't rush your healing. Darkness has its teaching. Love is never leaving. You can't rush your healing. I'm going to cry because we all want to rush through it. And because we can't control the pain and we don't know what to do with the pain, we try to um, rush our healing and we can't. (laughs) I hate to break it to (laughs) There's no, you can't rush it because it's a process. It's, 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 It's a process that deserves respect because... I mean, I see how much healing has happened to me through the, the darkness and the pain. I mean, you come out the other side, I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like I don't experience darkness and pain. I do. But at the same time, I'm a- able to experience peace at the same time because mm-hmm. it's what's witnessing the darkness and the pain. So even if you're in that really dark, hard place, if you can just get a little tiny even if for a minute you can just put your hand on your heart and say, I don't, you know, you can say, I love you to yourself. You don't know how to love you. Maybe it feels awkward. Or it doesn't feel right. And, th- and then you can just be a hundred percent honest with yourself and say, I don't know how to love me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to love this right now. But, you know, for me, I'll call on the divine light and I'll say, I don't know how to love this right now. This is too hard for me. So will you do it for me? Mm-hmm. And then something happens. It's like, oh, you're not alone trying to do this on your own mm-hmm. because you're realizing that they're, they're, your higher self or whatever you want to call it is there with you and is willing to do anything. Just, just know that if you are feeling just so devastated, I guess, I don't know what the word would be, uh, devastated or you have finding it difficult to accept the process or respect the process and you want to say, fuck the process, right? Mm -hmm. Just say, I don't know how to do this. And I know that the divine light, or you can call it the the all-knowing love, whatever, is in love with every single thing about you. Everything about you, it is 100% in love with you. All your ugly thoughts, you know, everything about you. And, and that is to me so comforting, you know, it's like, I don't have to be perfect. Like, yeah. I can imagine if somebody doesn't believe that, like, mm-hmm. I don't believe that there's anything that's hundred percent in love with me or anything like mm-hmm. that, but mm-hmm. it's still totally reasonable to say, I don't know how to love me right now. Mm-hmm. And it's what's happened. It's what's happening. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. I want to love it. I want love and I don't know how to do it. And then just open up to... It's opening. Just open up. Yeah. Do you want to say those lyrics again? I think it'd be really good to hear them again. They're so good. Yeah. It's uh, Trevor Hall. Again, he's got some beautiful lyrics in his songs. You can't rush your healing. Darkness has its teaching. Love is never leaving. You can't rush your healing. That's so simple. Isn't it? Uh-huh. But it's true. And I, I didn't believe it to be true when I was going through all this. I didn't know. I didn't have all that super de duper faith that I have now. 
<laughs> yeah. Did you believe any of that at all? I mean, I didn't know what I believed, to be honest. I yeah. mean, I was like so broken. I mean, I was just completely broken and um, closed down, you know, and pissed off and uh, in pain, you know, and mm -hmm. slowly love chipped away at me. Oh, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> and here I am now speaking words that I would have never imagined myself speaking. Yeah. But this is what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I found this podcast called The Hilarious World of Depression. Oh, that sounds good. I just got way off topic for a second here. But you know how I've always loved stand-up comics my whole life? Yeah. I've, lo I've been like a stand-up yeah. comedy crazy person. Yes. And then even when I was a child, I would watch anything that was funny. Uh -huh. um, the Carol Burnett show is from when my childhood, oh, I, I watched that over and over, loved it, you know, and then um, just as I was growing up, I would, Richard Pryor and just all the different stand-up comics. And the hilarious world of depression is he's interviewing a whole bunch of comedians and comedy writers. Oh, cool. They all have depression. And I'm thinking, look at this. This is so fascinating to me because, I mean, I know that I was talked about living with depression. And I thought, well, look at what depression creates. <laughs> These, it creates all this comedy. I mean, it's just amazing to me uh -huh. that they're all speaking about it and they've kept it hidden. It's very cool. It's called The Hilarious World of Depression. <laughs> uh, I'll have to check that out. I completely got off topic, but it just popped in my head to think, my God, you know, I was just so depressed, but yet I was still able to, I would do that. I would listen. You would to seek out ways mm -hmm. of, of laughing. And then sometimes I can be used to avoid, avoid what's happening. A little bit like, of distraction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or sometimes, yeah, sometimes it can be like going opposite to what's happening. Like everything's fine. Everything's funny, but that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about meeting what's happening and opening up to everything else, including, including humor and nonsense. And, and humor and laughter and, laughter. Yeah, and nonsense and the absurdity yeah. of everything. And yeah, 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 yeah. I found that was very, that was coming in at the same time as everything else. So I, yeah. I just, if you feel like you can't get yourself, you can't get there, right? You can't get yeah. to where it's what's happening. Yeah. I, I went to, I went to laughter and comedy and Mm -hmm. <laughs> and laughter. It's it's so helpful. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like we need something to like bring bring us out of it. Like something from the outside to bring us out of it. Or it's just right. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like if you're you don't feel that connection, the spiritual connection that I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, maybe you can laugh your way through. There's lots of there are lots <laughs> of things like that. It's just like going beyond the edge of what you would normally do. I guess. Mm -hmm. Like thinking about opening up to things being there being like more love and more support than you would think, or like opening up to things that we don't, we don't know that we can't see with our senses. We can't see or hear. I guess, right. I guess we're like put in those positions more often. We're like opening up to things we can't see or hear. <laughs> Maybe we are right. Cause because that's it interesting. Does, it's it, yeah. I'm not <laughs> seeing the world. Right. And I'm, I'm missing. You're not some hearing the world. Right. <laughs> I'm missing I'm some of it. A lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and then our, our culture values, what we can sense be above and beyond everything. And it's almost like you're talking, if we're talking about things that you can't sense with your like five senses that mm -hmm. they get, it gets ridiculed sometimes. Oh yeah. Like that's, 
okay, like that. Oh, that's like out there. That's weird. Or like, what's your de- like? I don't know. And sometimes we have to get to those rock bottom places to open up to. Like, then you have to open up to it because what's the choice? Right, and that's uh, it's hard to imagine that it's a gift, but it really is. Yeah. So I think I thought when you're talking about dreams, I never liked dreams. I never wanted to think about dreams. I didn't believe anything. I didn't believe that we could see future events through our dreams or like that sounded, that would sound like totally bonker. That sounds like so bonkers. Right. Bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until then it, they opened up to it because I was actually going through stuff with my vision at that time, which is uh-huh. weird. It's not uh, corrected now since I had surgery, but, but because of that, I was like more open to people telling me like, have you tried this? Have you tried this? And because somebody said, have you tried paying attention to dreams in a certain way? Mm-hmm. I did. And then I noticed like, uh, I had a dream about something and then it happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not something I believe in. That's for crazy people. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then it happened. And then I started writing my dreams down. And I was like, that's happening kind of a lot. actually." <laughs> and then it's like, oh my God, we don't know anything about how anything works. <laughs> I know, that's right. It's like, I, I live, that's, a, I call it, I live in the, I don't know. So it's yeah. like, like coming from a place of, I don't know. It yeah. sounds I don't crazy. Know. I know. <laughs> but it's a very, it's a very, uh, it sounds crazy. I mean, to, but it's, I don't know. I, I truly, I don't know what the fuck anything is for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all happening. And you have the choice, right? You have the choice. I have the choice to choose how we see what's happening mm-hmm. because we're not changing what's happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was an interview with the actor in the movie, The Sound of Metal, which is about a musician who loses hearing. I saw that movie. Oh, that was so good. So good. So good. Yeah. And he totally goes through this process of opening up to things that he was would never have been interested in. Like he was just into the music and the fun and like the banter and the being young and his girlfriend and always doing something. Doing. Yeah. (laughs) And he just goes through this like total transformation. That movie is so good. And it's so good. And the main actor his name I'm not remembering at the moment is amazing. I don't either. He's amazing. Yeah. And I, I was heard, just, oh, it's go so good. It's yeah. such a good movie. Um, they, I heard an interview with him and he said something along the lines of maybe, maybe if we have no control over anything, then maybe it's all a gift. That, that's it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I and I was it. like, because because I'm losing my hearing and he plays somebody who's losing his hearing and the movie was good. And it was like, he said, you know, he said it at a certain time. Then I was like, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was like a different circumstance. And I was like, I don't know. None of those things that happened, I would have been like, well, whatever. Not all the gifts. Shut up. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it's everybody has to go through their own process. Mm-hmm. But it's just comforting to know that, hey, you're going through a process and it's okay. And it's okay to accept the process. Nothing bad's going to happen. Because I think our society tries to say, not our society, but I mean, 
I don't know if you've ever had anybody tell you like, well, you can heal yourself. Oh God. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> another topic. That's a whole nother topic for another podcast. That would right? be a good topic. Yeah, oh, let's yeah. do that because that's opening a huge can of worms. And oh, we've been there. Yeah. So I think maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that uh, okay. in, another, in another podcast because okay. that's, that's a big can of worms to open. Oh, I'll, I'll write it down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead. Yeah. But I was, I know you mentioned that you had a cool poem about the body. I do. That you were uh, thinking that might be nice to read that. I'm curious to hear it. I haven't heard it yet. Um, I do. Yeah. And I'm curious to hear what your thoughts were about the, that you can hear yourself because you might've meant something different than what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. You didn't hear. I said, you can heal yourself. Uh-huh. Or did you say, I, you can hear yourself? <laughs> um, I thought <laughs> operator. Remember, did you ever play telephone? Yes. Um, I'll I'll read the poem. <laughs> okay. Okay. How to live with my body? My brain and heart divorced a decade ago over who was to blame about how big of a mess I have become. Eventually, they couldn't be in the same room with each other. Now my head and my heart share custody of me. I stay with my brain during the week and my heart gets me on weekends. They never speak to one another. Instead, they give me the same note to pass to each other every week and their notes they send to one another always say the same thing. This is all your fault. On Sundays, my heart complains about how my head has let me down in the past. And on Wednesdays, my head lists all of the times my heart has screwed things up for me in the future. They blame each other for the state of my life. There's been a lot of yelling and crying. So lately, I've been spending a lot of time with my gut. This serves as my unofficial therapist most nights. I sneak out of the window in my rib cage and slide down my spine. I collapse on my gut's plush leather chair. It's always open for me. And I just sit, 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 sit until the sun comes up. Last evening, my gut asked me if I was having a hard time being caught between my heart and my head. I nodded. I said, I didn't know if I could live with either of them anymore. My heart is always sad about something that happened yesterday, while my head is always worried about something that may happen tomorrow. I lamented. My gut squeezed my hand. I just can't live with my mistakes of the past or my anxiety about the future. I sighed. My gut smiled and said, in that case, you should go and stay with your lungs for a while. I was confused. The look on my face gave it away. If you are exhausted about your heart's obsession with the fixed past and your mind's focus on an uncertain future, your lungs are the perfect place for you. There is no yesterday in your lungs. There is no tomorrow there either. There is only now. There is only inhale. There is only exhale. There is only this moment. There is only breath. And in that breath, you can rest while your heart and head work their relationship out. This morning, while my brain was busy reading tea leaves and while my heart was staring at old photographs, I packed a little bag and walked to the door of my lungs 
Before I could even knock, she opened the door with a smile and as a gust of air embraced me, she said, what took you so long? Whoa, that is so good. By John Rodel, R-O-E-D-E-L. By the way, when I take the week off in September, we'll get the website up and running and post this on there. Yeah, because I would love um, if I can somehow get that. Oh, I'll send it to you. Thank you. That is, oh my gosh, that's so good. (laughs) That's very sweet. It's just beautiful. So on that note, should we do a little breathing? Yes, because we just talked about, let's go visit our lungs. Go visit the lungs for a minute. Yeah. Um, And, you know, if you have, if you are listening and um, the lungs are not the most safe or comforting place for you to pay attention to, you can always pay attention to your belly or the feeling of the air moving at the tips of your nostrils or just the feeling of the air moving against your skin. So, okay, we'll do a little breathing. So finding a position that's as comfortable as possible. Settling in to the pull of gravity. Letting gravity hold you. If there's anything that you're holding on to physically, any physical tension, see if you might be willing to release that tension and just let gravity hold you instead. I'm gently turning the attention to the sensation of the lungs or If it's more comfortable, you can turn to the sensation of the belly. Or if it's more comfortable, you can turn to the sensation of the air moving at the tips of the nostrils. Or if it's more comfortable, you can just turn the attention to the feeling of air against your skin as you're sitting here breathing. So wherever you're turning your attention to, just noticing that the the movement of the air invites you to, to be here now. That the air that's coming in and air that's going out is only happening right now. Let's see if you can stay in that awareness of that, that airflow. being held by the waves of the ocean as they rise and fall. Paying attention to the air going in and out for a couple more full deep breaths. Maybe take a moment to thank yourself, thank your body, thank your mind for showing up for yourself 
in this way. Let's see if you might offer yourself a little bit of love. And if that feels too difficult, you may offer yourself the intention to bring in love to yourself. To see if you might open to it. And that's what I got. Thank you. Yeah. That was wonderful. I love that one. Okay. Again, I guess we wanted to also remind people that they can email us if they feel uh, like they'd like to do that. Yeah. Um, so if folks want to email us with any questions or anything that you would like us to chat about yeah, on the podcast, um, you can email us at either one of our first names at Sherry, S-A-G-R-R-Y, at Senseless, the podcast all one word.com or melissa at senselessthepodcast.com. Yeah. Or both. Easy peasy. And we'll find out if anybody's actually listening to our conversations. Yeah. Well, people might be listening who don't email. So <laughs> let's just think that. Yeah. I'm sure someone's listening. I think somebody's listening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Either. We haven't really told many people. So we'll see. No, we haven't. We'll see. I still, I still enjoy our conversations. It's very, like I say, chicken soup for my soul. Me too. All right. Well, I guess I'll see you in two weeks. See you then. Bye. Bye.